TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. The report now is that not only were the Redskins willing to trade Trent Williams, but the price is a first-round pick. What do you make of the compensation, Santana? What do you make of the timing of them finally acknowledging this? I wish it would have happened earlier in the year. What is your reaction to that report? I mean, hearing it now, I'm just pleased that they're finally not going to sit here and um, be bitter. I almost feel like it was some something going on personal that, you know, hey, if this guy don't want to be here and he, you can get something for him, knowing that our team desperately needs him to play or, or have something to, uh, you know, in, in compensation, do that. Do what's best for the team and do what's best for the organization. So I'm just glad to see that now they're going to finally move forward. Um, trust me, you know, Trent's a friend of mine, so – you know, first and foremost, I would want him here, but I also right. want him to be happy. So if him being happy wasn't going to be here, I was hoping that the team, both parties, could come to some kind of agreement and find out what can make both parties, you know, satisfied and move on. And I'm glad now just hearing that they're they're willing to move forward and move on, you know, that's a big, you know, step in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. And um, I wonder what the – if you're looking at – fall out from this if they actually do move on from him and it's because he's saying he doesn't trust this organization what do you think that means to the teammates because most people I think feel the way you do Santana it's like he's a good player we we could use him around here and that certainly wasn't the case the way that the team treated him the reason why he wanted to leave what do you think the fallout for that is you know, just listening to some of the things that, you know, uh, transpire with that situation, like I said before, it's touchy. And you have to be Trent to really know where he's coming from with it. Uh, we all had our share of things that we didn't agree of or, uh, you know, when it comes to the team or how teams deal with you. Uh, I remember when I was in New York, I had something similar, but it didn't get to the point where Trent is at. You know, I was a young pup, hurt my knee out the gate before I even played a game. And they wanted me to have a quick surgery and be back in four weeks because I had a meniscus tear. Um, I asked, can I have a second opinion? They allowed me to go to Miami. I came back from Miami with my surgery done. <laughs> the team wasn't happy, but the guys who I felt that had my best interest was my agent and the guys that had knew me for four years in college. They said, this, this surgery, you can get the surgery now, but I'd rather you repair it because you're a young man that's going to need that knee long-term. Now, the team might say, yes, you can go and carve that cartilage out and play now, but for your best interest, I want to repair that cartilage instead of carving it out. That was the best decision. The team hated my guts for a little while, but guess what I made up, and I went out there and played good football. So you have situations like that. I'm lucky when I look back at it because I had a wonderful agent in Drew Rosenhaus who thought the best for me and and got me down to Miami to have that second opinion. Trent, on the other hand, didn't have those situations, you know, transpire for him. So he went about it the way he went about it, and, you know, um, you know, it, it got to where it got. So when I hear his story and just see the things that, that went on with his situation, you just understand a little differently why he feels the way he feels, but it's different strokes for different folks. Everyone doesn't have that experience. Everyone don't have to get to the point to where Trent is at with the team. And I hope that moving forward, 
any player in that situation would know better how to handle this because at the end of the day, we all professionals. We have to do what's best for us regardless of what the team says. How often, Santana, it's good that you did that, and that seems like something that's been important to you for your entire career is like making sure that you're making the best decisions for yourself. But, I mean, you must be aware of several times when guys go with what the team is saying, and it, and it certainly doesn't benefit them. I mean, he was gutting it out through an injury that entire process, yeah. and, it, and it clearly had an impact on him. How often do you think that happens? Man, I was just, I was fortunate. Honestly, it happens a lot. But one of the things I've learned in New York, and that's one of the reasons why I appreciate my experiences there, is because I had a, I had a veteran staff with a lot of players that had been through so much, they was giving me advice day after day, night after night. And even after that injury, the injuries that occurred down the line, you know, Curtis Marr, and all these guys would just chip in and tell me what was important for my career, to have a long career, to have a career, period. And I listened. I was a sponge. I soaked up everything that they gave me, all the information that they could possibly give. And when I got here to D.C., I was ready. I was able to say, you know what, that experience was needed. I went through those four years. Whatever happened with us, we went our separate ways. But now I'm ready to be a professional. And so when I hit the ground here, I hit the ground rolling with a whole medical staff to make sure that my body was in the best shape, tip-top shape, so I can be the player that the Washington Redskins know now as that cowboy killer. All right. Um, do you think they should be trying to trade Josh Norman, Ryan Kerrigan, Morgan Moses, Adrian Peterson? I mean, you're looking at what Miami's doing. Atlanta's starting to make some trades. Some of these teams that realize, man, this ain't our year. Let, let's try to get better moving forward. They're making these moves. Thus far, the Redskins haven't. Should they be being more aggressive right now? You know what? That's a great question. One of the things I've always said about the Washington Redskins, just being a player here, I feel like we go out and get high pricey names, big-time guys when it comes to what they've done for other teams, but we never get the guys that fit what we're doing over here. Um, I don't feel right now we have the identity who we're going to be next year, and I hope that moving on for the future that whoever we bring in, we understand that it can't just be bringing in a coach and say, okay, we want to plug you here and we're going to run this system. No, bring somebody here that's going to have a system, and either now or later, weed the guys out that's not a part of that system and bring the guys in that you think that fit that mold. I think when you watch the teams around this league, like, you know, uh, Seattle and you like, and, and, and uh, likes of uh, uh, Baltimore, these guys can plug in any guy because they draft and they trade for the guys that fits their system. And I think we have to get there to be in contingence of any kind of, you know, championship or, or, or playoff run. We have to get guys that fit what we do and, Right now, with everything going on, we don't know who we are. We don't have an identity. But moving forward, we have to decide who we're going to bring in and make sure that we um, uh, adopt his system or their system and make sure that that's what we build our team on, bringing the right guys in here that we can go out there and be efficient with and keep that going for the years to come. What, what Santana, what did you make of the report over the weekend where you, know, you had a guy coming out and basically saying Adrian Peterson went up to Dwayne Haskins and said, you need to know this playbook. You need to have all these plays. You need to be prepared. And then, you know, they both kind of responded on Twitter and saying, hey, that was – that's not – don't attribute that quote to me. But I, I totally think that it's um, – I mean, if you just look at the play on the field, he is so vastly underprepared, people are going to speculate about that stuff. Do you, could you see a conversation like that happening? Who knows? You know what? One of the things I've always learned with being a player, you're going to always have uh, leaks here and there. You're going to have rumors. You're going to have people whisper, you know, uh, 
saying what's going on that, you know, half the time is true or not. Uh, being that I don't know, that I'm not in a locker room, I can just imagine. It's probably a lot said. You know, it's probably a lot of people that's in this guy's corner to make sure that he can be the, the best pro he is or best pro he's going to be down the line. But I tell you one thing, uh, regardless of how he looks, I understand from the get-go why most of the coaches on the staff have been wanting to make sure that they have him ready and right before he get out there because you can't just throw a guy out there, especially when, you know, you want him to be a certain way. And um, um, have I seen – have we seen the best uh, Haskins yet? No. And will we see the best Haskins sooner or later? I, I, I will hope sooner than later, and I'm not really hoping any more this year. I just want him to be the best he can be. And regardless of if it's Adrian Peterson or whoever's in that locker room that's probably hollering at him, I'm pretty sure they're telling him a lot of stuff and dropping jewels like those guys did with me. But I just want him in the best situation possible. And, and throwing him out there – having him as the backup quarterback, second time having to be put in the game because of situations like someone going down. You know, uh, maybe he was ready a, a little more prepared this time because he had more reps, or maybe he wasn't. But one of the things I say is um, it's, uh, I understand why the coaches have been, you know, riding with saying that, hey, they'd rather play him when he's 100% sure and ready to be out there. Yeah, there's a lot going on there with that situation, and hopefully he is prepared and ready to go when he gets that call up. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.